Okay, Tahoe, the new 96.1 and AM 590. Jen with you till noon. It is time for The Bright Side with Alexis Robin. Hi, Jen. Good morning. Mid-September already, oh moving into fall. Crazy. School's underway. Crazy. Yeah. Not, not for all the college students, but for yeah, some all the, next week. the littles and the high schools. Yeah, we're but, back. Uh, we're into our second. We have learning periods, 10 of them. And we're already into our second learning period. Awesome. It just flies. It does. So, well, I'm just, I'm excited for the fall. I love the, um, I love this time of year, um, especially for the creativity that I get inspired to bring in, you know, as the holidays start approaching. I know it's only mid-September. We still got a little while till Halloween and Thanksgiving and Christmas. You wouldn't know it by the stores, but yeah. You wouldn't know it by the stores, but I mean, I just like to start thinking about it and anticipating the projects and the baking and all that kind of fun stuff. So, um, so this week we're on to our guidepost six out of 10 for, um, Brene Brown's The Gifts of Imperfection and Cultivating Wholehearted Living. So these guideposts are the 10 guideposts for wholehearted living. And this week we're talking about cultivating creativity and letting go of comparison. And, you know, it's just, it's a, um, it's an interesting thing, comparison. And we've had a lot of opportunity in our lives and I, everybody has to compare ourselves to others <sighs> and we, we do, do. <laughs> yeah, we do a really good job at that. I mean, we really, um, we're, you know, comparison is kind of about fitting in and figuring out like, okay, we're all the same, but who's the best in this group of things, group of people, you know, school, who's got the best car, who's got the fanciest clothes, who's got the cutest new hippest clothes, you know, who's got the coolest old funky car, who's, you know, it's all compare, compare, compare. And when we talk about um, this idea of creating, being creative and um, cultivating creativity, uh, it's really creativity is, is our own uniqueness. And putting our own uniqueness into the world. And when we're comparing and we're fitting in and we're chasing the achievement and, you know, let me just climb the ladder, climb the ladder, climb the ladder, uh, whether that be at work or at home or in the PTA or, you know, in your neighborhood or at your gym or <laughs> whatever it is, um, we really uh, are stealing our ability to put creative work into the world and our own uniqueness into the world. And it's, you know... Brene talks about comparison being all about conformity and competition. And she says, you know, at first it seems like conforming and competing are mutually exclusive. But when we compare what, you know, we want to see who's the best in the specific collection of things, like we just said. And we compare things, I mean, especially like, have you ever compared your parenting to someone else's parenting? And where we get into trouble with this is when we are comparing things with people who have different values from us. So one thing we might value is a good night's sleep. And then we start comparing ourselves to people whose kids stay up late. Well, we don't know what is important to them. Maybe connecting and relationship time is more important to them than sleep. True. Uh, I will say, here's a little side nugget for today's show, which has nothing to do with this, but it's something I heard yesterday. Uh, Cindy Jackson, one of our coaches, shared it with me. But she said... If you consistently get six hours or less of sleep for two straight weeks in a row, that you function at the same level as you do if you were to stay awake for 48 straight hours. Oh, fabulous. And <laughs> when people are asked, what, do they think they're functioning less? They say no, because they've lost their ability to self-assess. So 
get a good night's sleep, seven or eight hours a night. It's important. You need it for your super productivity. So back to the guidepost though. Um, one of the things that, so one of the things about wholehearted living is this idea of putting, you know, being creative, cultivating creativity. And she talks about how a lot of us, when we're children, we're creative. And then at some point it kind of falls away. It feels like a wasteless use of time, or it feels like, you know, or we have the story, this is for you, Jen, I'm not a creative person. Right? I was just trying to think if I was ever as a kid creative. <laughs> And so, um, so Brene says she's learned three things about creativity from the world of wholehearted living and loving. So this is, you know, she does all these interviews, she does all this research, and this is what she's learned about creativity. The first is this whole idea of I'm not very creative doesn't work. She says there's no such thing as creative people and non-creative people. There are only people who use their creativity and people who do not. Unused creativity doesn't just disappear. It lives within us until it's, wait for it, expressed, neglected to death, or suffocated by resentment and fear. <laughs> I'm sorry. I come from the generation where we made dads, you know, the ashtrays for Father's Day. Right. Mine was always the worst. It just looked like a pile of, not clay. an ashtray. Pile of clay. Okay. You can call so, it that. Um, so that's one is that I'm not very creative. There's people who use their creativity and there's people who don't. There's not creative people and non-creative people. <laughs> There's also people who value creativity and people who don't. So that's a difference as well. The second is the only unique contribution that we will ever make in this world will be born of our creativity. So if we want to make a unique contribution, and this doesn't mean like it, when we're talking about creativity, it doesn't have to be sewing or scrapbooking or, or painting. painting. I, you know, I was just sitting here thinking about that because I, people have said I am creative and I'm like, but I always put it more into the arts and crafts realm of things. That's just one form That's of creativity. That's just one form. I'm, yeah. I mean, you, so Jen is the host of the morning show on K Tahoe yes. and every morning she fills it with like five hours of content, which you need to be creative to do that. Yeah. I make most of it up, but yeah. That's creativity. <laughs> All right. So we found her, we found her outlet. So, um, so the third thing that, uh, Brene talks about having learned through, um, about creativity through wholehearted living is that if we want to make meaning, we need to make art. Cook, write, draw, doodle, paint, scrapbook, take pictures, collage, knit, rebuild an engine, sculpt, dance, decorate, act, sing. It doesn't matter. As long as we're creating, we're cultivating meaning. So, you know, when it's not listed on here, but she could also say host a radio show. And that would, that could be one of the things where we cultivate creativity. But it's important to be able to make space for this in your life. And there's a um, there's also a great chapter in the book Essentialism on Play that talks about the benefits of play and unstructured, you know, doing things that you enjoy for the sake of enjoying them mm -hmm. and how good that is for our brain and our mind and the connections that we make um, between things and the inspired ideas that we get. And so, um, so find out, you know, I would say, start thinking about ways that you can be creative in your life and start thinking about too the stories. Like, have you told yourself the story that you're not creative or that creativity is for children? 
and so you don't do it anymore or that what you do isn't creative when perhaps it really is Mm -hmm. right because you're putting some kind of label on creativity like oh it has to involve glue sticks and glitter which we know Jen doesn't like glitter this is she's told us this on many shows not allowed in my house no glitter allowed in Jen's house so don't show up and surprise her with like a glitter pine cone peanut butter exercise but uh (laughs) that would be bad for the birds too (laughs) But uh, but think about ways that you can be creative. And some of my favorite ways to be creative is to do a vision board. I love doing vision boards, um, going through old magazines, picking out pictures that speak to you. You don't have to have a plan or meaning. I once, my friend Jill once made like a rough draft of her vision board before she did it. <laughs> I laughed. I said, Jill, just slap it on there. And she was like, no, I want to get it right. You know? And so we had a good chuckle and she always jokes about her rough draft of her vision board. But, um, but think, don't think of it as a luxury. Think of it as something that's a necessity for wholehearted living and find your outlet, whatever that looks like, whether it's gardening, whether that's in the studio, whether that's taking pictures on your iPhone and making cute little movies on the Magisto app, whether it's, um, putting together playlists. I mean, there are thousands, millions of ways to be creative in this world, whether it's taking a new path through the forest um, or coming up with a new exercise routine. I mean, there are tons of stuff you can do. So, um, so get deliberate about doing, being creative in your life and then get inspired by people who have like-minded beliefs about creativity. So maybe it's um, creating an awesome VBS experience like Jen does the vacation Bible school for one of the churches in town and that's an awesome Just a caveat. I'm not the creative mind behind that. but she helps execute it which I is do awesome. the administ- I like the administrative I'm a spreadsheet queen awesome see that's, that's a type of creativity that I do not play in but I am very respectful of it and think it's awesome that's yeah, what I hear from people But take a class, risk feeling a little vulnerable, risk trying something new. You know, our local community college has amazing art classes available. You can do all kinds of things. I learned a new thing. It's, you can do raku, you can do um, pottery, you can do metal work, you can do, I know, I thought you had to be like licensed to do metal work. Apparently not. Um, you can do painting, drawing, digital photography. There's so many things locally that we can do. We're so lucky to have that resource right down the street. So check out LTCC for some of those great art classes and, or try a cooking class, you know, try something new, feel a little vulnerable, be okay with it. If you're, um, if you're, if you feel like your ashtray sucks at the end you know, whatever. It's no big deal. Just make something and try not to compare because as she quotes in the book, comparison is the thief of happiness. And when we start to compare what other people have to what we have, we really lose our ability to experience that positive emotion and that, that happiness that is spoken about. And that's a quote from Laura Williams, who um, is a friend of hers. So comparison is a thief of happiness. Go out, make something awesome and savor the experience and don't compare it to anyone else. Fantastic. Yeah. Oh, paint and sip. Another awesome opportunity. I did that. Isn't it fun? It was. I couldn't sip because I just got over the flu. So I had to sip water, but oh, that's no fun. Yeah. Yeah. No, that, <laughs> that part was a little bit of a bummer, but I still had a really, I was very nervous going in and then kind of intimidated, but I hung the painting in my house. That's awesome. It came out. Okay. I love it. Yeah, it was fun. I love it. And I still look at it going, I can't believe I did that. 
That's awesome. Well, next week we're going to be talking about cultivating play and rest, letting go of exhaustion as a status symbol, and productivity as self-worth. Boom. We'll see you then (laughs) next Monday at 10. We'll see you next week. Same time, same place. You've been listening to Alexis Robin with The Bright Side here on K Tahoe.